You're listening to the Brooks Snow Podcast, conversations to help you live in your true identity as the creator of your life. I'm your host, Brooks Snow. You have episode 127, Sign Seeking. What signs do you see in your life that God knows you and loves you? Do you seek out those signs? Do you know that you can use signs in the world around you to be a co-creator with God? It's a fun way to find confirmation, validation, and communication with heaven. This episode is a delightful peek into the many ways that I seek for signs in my life and how I believe that life is so much more fun when you look at everything in the world as evidence of God's love for you. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you would love my new app, Co-Create by Brooke Snow. It's available in the Apple and Google app stores. The Co-Create app gives you access to over 100 guided meditations, new yoga classes, and inspirational audio courses to support you in living into your true identity as the creator of your life. To learn more, visit brooksnow.com forward slash app. Thank you to everyone who's left a review for this podcast on iTunes. Reviews help the podcast show up in iTunes when other people are searching for a new podcast. Today's review of the week comes from Kirsha. She says, the best thing for me that came out of the pandemic was learning to meditate with Brooke. I first did her 40-day Christian meditation challenge. If you have not done it, what are you waiting for? I love her podcast and the insight tips that she provides here. Because of finding Brooke, my relationships are better, I'm closer to God, feel more confident in accessing strength and power within myself, I'm less reactive, I've had the courage to start a business, and I've found tools to help my family. Also check out her content on the CoCreate app. I'm a loyal user and subscriber. Kirsha, thank you so much for the review, and I am thrilled to hear that you have gained so much from meditation, especially the 40-day challenge. And I'm excited to share with all of our listeners that I just released a new version of this course. Now it's called 40 Amazing Days. You can find it on the CoCreate app. After five years, I had so much more that I had learned, and it was time to release a new version of this class. Best part is it is included in the subscription of the CoCreate app. Kirsha, keep up the amazing progress. I'm cheering you on. If you want to be the reviewer of the week, please leave me a five-star review in iTunes and share your favorite takeaway so far. Thank you to everyone who has left a review or you've rated or you have shared this podcast with someone else. Please keep it up so we can continue to spread the word. Okay, sign seeking. (laughs) I will be honest, I have wanted to talk about sign seeking for years but I always feared that people would think I was a little too woo-woo or maybe categorize me with those condemned in the scriptures for seeking signs. Yet, the thing is, this is a huge part of my daily life that enriches me deeply. And when people have proper context and understanding, it can add a sparkle to the mundane of your day and help you feel seen and loved by heaven. So what do I mean when I say sign seeking and what do I not mean? Let's clarify. There are sort of two groups of people when it comes to signs. There are those that say, 
I'll believe it when I see it. Then there are those that say, I'll see it when I believe it. I'm going to say that one more time. Listen really closely for the difference here. There are those that say, I'll believe it when I see it. Then the reverse of that, there are those that say, I'll see it when I believe it. The first group are those who will not believe unless they see something. This is Korhor in the Book of Mormon, or even Thomas after the resurrection of Jesus. These two individuals illustrate the spectrum of people who can be found here. It's the reverse of faith. It's wanting proof first. I'll believe it when I see it. We've all had moments that we've said those words about something. The second group are those who see because they believe. I'll see it when I believe it. They have faith first. And because of their faith, they see. The scriptures are replete with invitations to see the signs of God. A new star in the heavens was given as a sign to announce the birth of Jesus Christ. Signs were given of his death and his resurrection. The sign of the rainbow was given as a covenant to Noah that God would not flood the earth again. And we have many signs given to us to let us know the second coming of the Lord is near. It's evident that God speaks to us in signs. Some believe, and therefore they see the signs. Others don't believe, and they miss the signs entirely, holding out for the proof of the event to occur first. They will believe Jesus has come again when they see him for themselves. I'll believe it when I see it. Seeing is part of creation. So I'm always intrigued on how I can develop my eye of faith. When it comes to signs from God, I believe heaven's signs are not only reserved for the epic events of world history, they are also abundant in the personal lives of all God's children. This means God is sending you signs every day that heaven is aware of you and loves you and is cheering you on. What would it be like if you recognized those personal signs? Is it okay with you if I share a bunch of stories of how this looks in my life? Just this week, my husband went on a business trip to Pennsylvania and he was gone for a few days. You can imagine our delight when I was driving through town with my kids and we noticed that we were following a car with Pennsylvania license plates. (laughs) We all cheered and we declared it a sign from heaven that God was mindful of my husband and us as we were apart from one another. Later that day, the same thing happened with a different car. The fact that we live in a small, rural Utah town 2,000 miles away from Pennsylvania makes this moment even more rare. Pennsylvania license plates are not a common sighting around here, but God made sure we noticed and we felt the love in the message. Suddenly noticing little details and finding deep meaning in it is a common experience for me every day, especially with noticing the time on the clock. Every time my kids or I notice a number pattern on the clock, we shout it out. (laughs) 
1111, 1212, or 333, or 444. <laughs> Whoever sees it will shout it out, and then we all chant together, Angels sent us a message. <laughs> I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't text or receive a text from someone on my team with a timestamp of a number pattern, especially if it's 1111. That's the number I see everywhere. And every time I notice it, I pause and smile and thank heaven for the sign. I'll be reading a book and randomly look at the page number and it will say page 111. <laughs> I'll be listening to a podcast and I'll glance at the time on the recording and it will say 11 minutes and 11 seconds has played or that 22 minutes and 22 seconds remain. I've even had transaction totals on purchases total out in number patterns. Just last week, I was reading a blog post and the ad that popped up on the blog was for a Fitbit. The photo showed the watch with the time of 11.11 on the photo. Even just a few hours later, I followed a link to an Instagram story of someone I didn't know, and she was wearing a sweatshirt that said 11.11 on it. <laughs> it appears everywhere for me, and each time it shows up, I receive it as a message from heaven a sign that angels are near and involved in my life. With that little background, maybe this sheds a little more light on why we chose such a specific price for the CoCreate app. You can subscribe for $11 and 11 cents a month. It's not only a number that I see all the time in my life, but it means something. You can look up the spiritual meaning of any number and it's fascinating to learn what it means. It can help give a little more detail to what message you might be receiving. The number 11 means creation. The number 1111 means spiritual alignment and enlightenment. That certainly represents one of my most important goals in life and also what we hope for anyone who subscribes to the app. Now, it's funny, actually, because when I was trying to figure out what to charge, I researched the spiritual meaning of so many number combinations. I knew I wanted to charge something between $10 to $20 a month. By the time I looked up the number 1444 for $14.44, I laughed out loud because the article I was reading literally described this number message saying, prosperity isn't everything. <laughs> I kept trying to find a number that was higher because it would be nice to be more profitable. And even though there are some cool meanings behind lots of numbers, it became very clear with the message of that higher number that I was totally missing the point to keep looking. I already knew what the number should be. I needed to pick the number that I see all the time and the number that spiritually means what I hope for people to experience. Is there a number that you notice a lot? If so, what is it? If not, I have a feeling you'll start noticing numbers a whole lot more now. <laughs> Maybe now when they pop out at you, you can count it as a sign from heaven that you are receiving messages and you are seen and known and loved. Numbers are fun and so are 
animals. Years ago, I was talking with a friend and she mentioned that she had a spirit animal. I said to her, I want a spirit animal. How do I know what my own spirit animal is? She laughed and then she took a book from her shelf that happened to have a whole list of animals. She handed it to me and she said, read through the list and tell me what animal pops out at you as the one that resonates the most. So I started reading and right when I read the word hawk and deer, I felt a desire for those to be my spirit animals. She said, well, if you want those to be your spirit animals, then they are. Well, wouldn't you know, I started seeing hawks all the time. I'd be driving down the road and suddenly my head would look up to the phone pole or glance at a tree in the field and I'd see a hawk. I'd have no reason to look that direction, but it was like angels were turning my head to see exactly where it was. A few years ago, I rode a 100-mile bike race with a back injury, and all through the entire route, there were hawks on the phone poles, hawks flying in the sky. It was like heaven was showing me signs that they were supporting me and helping me finish the race. The week my book was published in 2018, my son came running into the house crazy excited, shouting for me to come outside immediately. Mom, come outside right now, right now. There are like 20 hawks flying over our house. <laughs> I didn't believe him because even though I see hawks all the time, they rarely can be sighted in groups that big. I usually saw two together at the most. But sure enough, when I ran outside, there were 27 hawks flying exactly over my house. My kids and I were absolutely fascinated. We all rejoiced at how amazing it was that God had sent such a neat message. It was an important week for me, and 27 hawks came to visit. Of course, you would also at this point expect that I counted them and then later look up the meaning of the number 27, because that was even more fun. There have been times that I have been praying over important decisions in my life, and I'll see a hawk or a deer. It feels like the confirmation that I'm seeking. I'll never forget one important prayer over a really big decision. I was praying in my room at home, and when I opened my eyes, there was a hawk flying in the distance outside my window. It felt so awesome. My kids love it when they see my spirit animals. And not surprising, they too want in on the fun. They wanted spirit animals for themselves. So I told them to pick one. My son immediately picked an owl. I'm sure it was influenced by his reading of Harry Potter at the time. A while later, our family was out on a summer evening walk just after sunset. And when we got home, we glanced across the street and lo and behold, there was an owl perched on our neighbor's pergola over his garage. We were stunned. An owl is such a rare bird to see. We all stood there in reverence for several minutes. We talked to it from across the street, and it was just the neatest moment. Imagine our surprise when the next morning my husband came to me and he said, the owl is still there. In fact, it will probably always be there. It's a plastic decoy to scare away other birds. It wasn't a real owl. 
We were both afraid to let my son know after we had made such a big deal out of it the night before, and we had all believed it was real. My son noticed right away when he walked outside in the daylight and was devastated. One thing I have since learned in researching spirit animals is that it doesn't have to be a real animal to be received as a message. Now we all get excited when we notice an owl in pictures, or we see an owl in a fabric pattern, or on a book, or a sign, or anywhere. It doesn't have to be an in-person sighting. What a relief to everyone who chooses the tiger (laughs) or the elephant, right? Pictures count too. That being said, you can imagine our surprise when a few days later we were on another summer evening walk just after the sunset when we passed our neighbor's barn and we heard a hoot. We looked up and to our amazement saw a great horned owl, a real one. She took flight right at that moment and she flew past us in a glorious swoop. It was such a gift, especially for a young boy who had had his heart broken only a few days before to suddenly be shown the real thing. That was absolutely a message from heaven. Animals are particularly fun to have as signs. And you don't even have to just stick to your spirit animal. I count every sighting as something special and meaningful. I often go walking in the foothills behind my house. And this past summer, I started noticing that I kept seeing crows, which is weird because I usually see hawks. Crows aren't really a common sighting out here. It really hit home when I climbed the Grand Teton in Grand Teton National Park at the end of the summer. When we reached 12,000 feet elevation, there was hardly anything living. No trees, no plants, no animals. It was all just rock and glacier. And weirdly, there were also a bunch of crows, (laughs) dozens of them. I couldn't understand why they would be there when there wasn't any food for them. There was nothing living up there. Of course, afterwards, I looked up the spiritual meaning of crow and found it a very fitting message for my life at that time. Crows are often associated with death and change. That particular time in my life, I had been struggling with a lot of things that were dying and changing. Relationships, goals, beliefs, expectations, all of it felt like it was dying or changing. And the process had felt overwhelming. Knowing the meaning of the crow and how it kept showing up for me felt like such a sign from heaven that God knew what I was going through and that everything was happening exactly as it needed to. I didn't need to fear things dying and changing. It was all part of the journey of life. I have so many animal stories. (laughs) Here's one more. During a walk two years ago, I was fasting over a vital question I needed revelation on. As I was walking on the trail, I saw an owl across a ravine looking at me. This is during daylight and owls are nocturnal. And this is during the summer when the trees are full of foliage. It's not easy to just spot a bird in a branch with leaves everywhere, especially from such a distance. I know I was directed exactly where to look. An owl isn't my spirit animal, 
But it doesn't have to be to understand that this was an out of the ordinary moment and important. I walked around the bend and the owl stayed where it was. I got within a few feet and we looked at each other for several minutes. It's one thing to just appreciate the sighting as something special and a whole other level to take it as a personal sign from heaven that this moment was created specifically for you as a message. I needed the extra assurance that day in discerning direction and took the owl as a sign that God trusted me to make the choice that was right for me. Last year, in the midst of a deeply painful struggle, I decided I wanted a sign from God that wasn't one of my usual signs of animals or numbers. I wanted something different, meant specifically to the situation I was in. I wanted to know heaven was aware of me in this hardship and that there was hope that things could improve. I felt like my trials the past few years had zapped me of the joy I used to feel when life was easier. One memory of my old self that surfaced was when I was in college and dating my husband. We used to play the game Perdiddle. Do you know this game? If you're driving at night and you see a car with one headlight out, you shout, Perdiddle! And you tap the ceiling of the car. I had flashbacks of those days when I would find delight in something so playful. That version of me felt so far away. Who I had become was someone so serious and critical all the time. I didn't laugh. I didn't play. I would never do something as childlike as shout perdiddle and hit the ceiling. In fact, now that I thought of it, I hadn't seen a perdiddle in years. It wasn't something I noticed. Perfect. Something rare. I asked the Lord to send me a sign through a perdiddle. I asked for it and then forgot about it until I suddenly started seeing perdiddles regularly. In fact, one night while driving home in a state of depression and frustration, I literally passed a whole line of oncoming cars with about five perdiddles right after the other. I started to cry. It was a sign that heaven was aware of me and knew me and loved me and understood what I was going through. It was heaven saying that I could have hope that things could change and improve. I saw perdiddles for months. It carried me through some really hard moments. And even though things have lightened in that particular challenge, when I see a perdiddle now, it reminds me of how God got me through that I could have hope, I was seen, and I was known. Friends, I really debated whether this was just a silly episode of No Real Substance. (laughs) But when I think about my life the past 10 years, these signs have been integral to my experience. They've played a significant part in me feeling connected to heaven and feeling that God knows me and sees me. I know some people could dismiss all of this as coincidental or as trying to make things up or just trying to find meaning where there isn't any. Maybe that's true, but I would much rather live my life as if everything is a sign from heaven 
then feel like there isn't any special meaning to any of it. Life is so much more fun and enriching when I choose to let it all mean something. From the time my kids were young, whenever we would see a sunset, we'd pause to admire it, and I would ask them this question. What does it mean? What does the sunset mean? They were little, so I just trained them to say the answer that I wanted them to say. It means our heavenly parents love us. My hope was that as they grew up and every time they saw a sunset, they would hear that question in their mind. What does the sunset mean? It means our heavenly parents love us. One of my all-time favorite scriptures is Moses, chapter 6, verse 63. And behold, all things have their likeness, and all things are created and made to bear record of me, both things which are temporal and things which are spiritual, things which are in the heavens above and things which are on the earth, things which are in the earth and things which are under the earth, both above and beneath, all things bear record of me. All things bear record of God. If this is true, then it stands to reason that I must find God in all things. Find God in nature, in the animals, in the numbers, in synchronistic moments and signs of the world around us. All things bear record of God. Therefore, find God in all things. Look for the signs. Be part of the group who says, I'll see it because I believe it. All things bear record of God. Therefore, find God in all things. I'm certain you have your own stories to tell. You have your own stories of signs God has sent to you as well. And maybe now you have some more ideas of how to have even more fun and joy with the process. Find God in all things. Co-create. See it. Say it. Feel it, do it, become it. You are a creator. Now go co-create something great. Friends, if you love this episode, I want to invite you to download the Co-Create app today and check it out. I have three courses on there right now for free. And if you subscribe, it unlocks access to every course I've ever created, including the brand new meditation course my Love More, Way Less course, and my flagship creation course, all for the monthly subscription of $11.11 a month. This represents my life's work, all in one easy to access place. To celebrate our launch, I'm doing something I've never done before, and I'm giving away a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me and my team. I currently don't accept one-on-one -on -one clients, so this is a rare treat for us, and hopefully also for someone else as well. Anyone subscribed to the app by February 23rd, 2023 will be eligible for the drawing. Did you notice the date there? February 23rd, 2023 of the year 2023. <laughs> yes, that's on purpose. Now you know my secrets. Thanks so much for your support and for being part of my team. To learn more about the app, visit the link in the show notes or go to brooksnow.com forward slash app.